on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. In full transparency, full honesty here, um, you wanted to bring this up on the show, and I said, I don't know if it's a great idea because you will get you will not only get some hate, people will say you've defaced public property, mm, name nope, calling. Not public property. Private property. Private property. You're right. That's in a public space. Long story short, you said, I believe your quote yesterday was, oh, I don't care. I've received hate hey, before. Hang on a second. <laughs> I do care about the issue at hand, but I don't care if people think I'm wrong because I've always done this and I don't see a problem with uh, it. I wouldn't have said that. I would <laughs> not have said I've always done this. People are going to, you are going to get judged out of this room. When the opportunity pre- presents itself and I have no other choice, yes, I've done this. And uh, you, no, that's a backtrack right you there. You say it's one thing. I say it's a totally acceptable thing. So the scenario is, as oh, you so give me this you're gonna look. Go, you're going to go your uh, your uh, vision of it first. Well, that's I, fine. I don't know how you want to go about this because I just was going about my merry way yesterday and you about lost your, your mind. You were like, what are you doing? So we were parked in a public area in a parking lot and I had to get our son out of the car. So we were getting one of our kids out from the other side and I was getting our other son out from the other side. And as I was doing so, I opened the door, and we were parked next to another car. It was a very, very packed parking lot. Very tight space. And let's just say you, you're the one that parked there. Just it's saying. A, you told, you're the driver. You're the one you that said, chose that um, there's spot. a space right there. <laughs> that's your that's your way. I, I never get I to choose a parking space. I grab the wheel space. and do it for you. No, but you, you go, there's a space right there. So I'm I, pointing out. Obvious openings in case. Yeah, you're yeah, but it. but but I will say parked well within the lines, and I was totally yes, even. Stevens, I'm it's just, just saying some parking a, lots are tight. It was a tight space. Yes, so I'm getting our son out, and as I open the door, I realize it's kind of a tight area where I know I can't swing the door open all the way, and I definitely don't want to like go ham and just like rip it open and door ding somebody. So I open the door as much as I can, and then to get our son out, I kind of for me to fit in to get him out of his car seat. I had to open it the entire length that I I could in that space. And so, yes, I opened our door all the way, and it was touching the car next to us. I very methodically and gently, gently opened our door and had it touching and resting upon the door of the person next to us. That is the only way I could get our kid out of the car. I mean, I maybe would have had to, like, just suck it in or something to really squeeze in there if I didn't do that. So you come around the corner to because you're waiting on me and you go, look at the, the door dinging. And I'm like, I'm not door dinging. Is that how it went? Your direct quote was, so my perspective, I'm getting uh, <laughs> one of the kids out of the car, putting the kid in the stroller. I roll around. And what, what happened is. You saw a ghost. You well, couldn't believe what you were seeing. Because my thought process is I roll around the back of the car. I see your door open. And what my, I tell you, my mental, the, exactly my thoughts. I went, oh man, that almost looks like she's touching the car. And then I said, no, she wouldn't do that. And then I literally hunched over and looked and I was like, our door is up against that car. And I said, Lauren, your door dinging, your, our door is touching. And this is your direct quote. Oh, it's just resting. Yeah, it's, it's just resting. resting on the other car. No, it's, that's door dinging. You, no, it's not. Yes. A door ding is when you leave a ding, when you leave a mark. It when, was barely when, resting. When a car door is touching another car, as soft as you may think it is, automatically that corner of the door is up against the other car and it will leave a mark. No, it won't. It didn't. It didn't. What do you mean it will? It didn't. And then you 
explain to me, oh, yeah, if I go slow and I rest it on there, that's not doording. That's, that's not a problem. I, I had. To no, get no, no, the- because what happened is I said, no, 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 just see. And what did you do? You moved the door a little bit and you were able to get our son out. So it, it wasn't the only option. So is it well, door like dinging? It so I just so let me just get this straight. Throughout your life of being in parking lots, there have been times you have known your door is resting against another car and it does not bother you. Well, it's not ideal, but yes, I've had to do it in the past. And I, I don't think I'm the only one. I would have reparked. I hey, would have reparked. Google is Google is speaking. I just Googled what does door ding mean? I want the official definition. Okay. okay. A door ding is a dent that occurs when a door strikes the side panel of another vehicle. Oh, that sounds so while violent. Both are parked side by side. The dent often has impact scratches on it as the door okay. is moving when it comes into contact. So this is saying a dent, like an actual mark. All and right. There was nothing so left on the I, car. I view I door dinging as a physical contact with another door's door dinging. But let me just ask you this, because you were very confident in saying, oh, my gosh, it's resting. It's fine, right? That's will, what you said. I will die on this hill. There's nothing okay. wrong with what That's I did. That's fine. That's fine. So you're telling me. I just want to make myself clear. If someone was in that car, you wouldn't have felt bad for resting our door against their car if they were sitting in there. So if someone was in the car? If someone was in that car, Mm. let's say someone's on their phone, they're waiting for someone to come out of a store. You're saying if it's no big deal, then you would be fine with that, with our door touching their car. Because it's, quote, resting. Mm, that's tough. That's tough because here, and I'll tell you why. Your Honor, I rest I, no, my no, case. No, 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 no. I'll tell you why. It's totally fine, and I will stand by that till the day I die. It's fine that it rests it's there for resting? a second. It's just a second. I need to get our kid out of the car. No, that's, go ahead. But go if ahead. someone's in their car, my only fear with that is that they are assuming I've made a mark. Or they are assuming that I have dinged but them when I, I haven't. Guess what? You can look at them right in the face. And you can just say, oh, no, no, no. My door is resting <laughs> on your car. When you, when, you, when you get in a fender bender, you call it a high five? Like, oh, no, I was just greeting you. Uh, okay, here we go. All right, so 68719. Yep, unleash the wolves, yeah. whatever. I don't care. If you like, if you think, Lauren, you have done this I've before. I've received hate before. Is there something called resting your door on someone else's car? And is that called a door ding or not? Would you be upset if you saw, and hey, give you credit, there's two crazy kids if you saw a mom, dad, whatever, trying to get their kids out of the car and they just needed to just barely and, touch and, your and, door. And their door was touching my car okay. without making marks. Would you, I would say, absolutely, you need the space to get your kid out of the okay, car. Okay, okay. All right. Text the 68719. <laughs> it's Joey and Lauren. It's time for Trending Stories with Joey and Lauren. Why is this even a thing? I guess uh, people are showing up to national parks and licking toads. You heard about this? I've heard about licking toads, yes. You really have? They're uh, hallucinogens, right? Yeah, I have no idea. Yes. I didn't know it was a thing. So I guess uh, there, there's been notices put out and alerts put out by National Park Services saying, hey, stop licking the toads. As, as, as we say with most things that you come across in a national park, don't eat anything like berries, mushrooms, like anything that you find and don't, and don't lick, lick the toads. The yeah. toads. I've, I've heard about the licking of the toads and there's, I think it's got to be a certain type of toad. Uh, well, I think so, and they do say that it makes you sick if you handle the frog or the toad and get poison in your mouth. So, like, it just depends on the I type. Just, I, what is wrong with people? Why I can't are they imagine, doing this? Yeah, I can't imagine getting to a point in my life where I want to go and lick the toad. I mean, the, the danger of it blows my mind. Well, the, this is exactly what they say. They say these toads have prominent paratoid glands that secrete a potent toxin. Toxin. 
Why are we risking it to lay? And also, the poor toad. Could you imagine just going along your, your you merry way and you're trying to in... eat some flies and someone picks you up and starts yeah. licking you? Do you think the toads know they're in licking season? Because I think it's only a certain time I've of the year. I've never heard of this in my entire You've life. You've never? Oh, yeah. I've never heard of yeah, heard it's, of this. It's, I mean, it's sad, obviously. Obviously. But, uh, no, do you think they know? They're like, oh, great, Frank. Guess what? We got those humans licking our backs again. <laughs> Ew. It's so rude. I could rude. never imagine not to myself mention it's doing rude. that. I mean, I, like, I'm not even a huge, like, I love animals, obviously. I'm not saying I don't love animals, but I'm not a huge animal activist. And here I am saying I feel bad for the backs of toads getting licked. Well, 100%. It's, it is rude. They're just trying to enjoy their day and they're getting tongues on them. Don't hit the glass at a aquarium and don't lick toads. I like Two it. Two things we shouldn't do to animals. Words to live by. Uh, Rihanna is doing the halftime show. We know that for the upcoming Super Bowl. And uh, she says that uh, she accepted the invitation to perform in the Super Bowl because she says it's time for her to just get out of the house. She's like, yeah, I just wanted to oh, get yeah, out of the yeah. house. Oh, yeah, that's, that's yeah, that's a good way. <laughs> Gosh, I want to do something. I need a hobby. How about the Super Bowl halftime right. show? Well, she's been home with her new baby. And she yeah. says, you know, I do need to get out of the house. You know, spread my wings a little bit. Why not perform at the biggest sporting event in the world? For regular people, it's a trip to Target. For Rihanna, <laughs> it's a huge performance. Good for her. The Sexiest Man Alive by People Magazine has been announced. Did you already hear who it was? I, I So I remember seeing the cover, but I'm trying to remember the guy's name. Like, so I remember seeing it. it. I have seen it. Okay. But, like I, but I'm, I honestly, I can't remember... That's is okay. It, um, it's been out there. People may know yeah, about Chris it. Chris Evans? It is Chris okay, Evans. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay. Chris Evans, I thought for sure Joey would have no idea who the sexiest man alive is, but apparently that's the top of mind for you. You remembered exactly who it, it was. It was kind of shoved down my throat on social media. I'll be honest. It really was. I actually have a problem with oh, here we go. sexiest man alive. Okay. I don't know why we're still doing this. We all talk about how we don't want to be subjected and all these things, yet we're all drooling and it's over some shirtless yeah, yeah. man. I don't know. But it is Chris Evans. Handsome. Yes. Yes. I'm just going to go with that. Are you don't want to call him sexy? Are you afraid of calling no, no, someone no, sexy? On. He is sexy. However, he's just not for me. He's not my cup of tea. I've never been someone that's been obsessed with Chris Evans. He is Captain America. He is Captain America. You're Although more of a Thor guy. It had to have been someone that was in a Marvel universe. I was like, yeah, it's got to yeah, be a yeah. superhero. But if you're ranking the Chris's, you have Chris Evans, Chris Pratt, Chris Hemsworth. Chris Pratt, Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Oh, he's way Chris, at the bottom. Chris Evans, Chris Pratt, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pine. Okay, Those are your four Chris's. Chris Rock. in this order. Okay. Chris Pratt. Okay. Chris. Chris Pratt is one? Well, he's number one. Okay. Chris Pratt, then Chris. Chris why am I forgetting his last Hemsworth? name? Hemsworth? <laughs> I know your Chris list. Chris Hemsworth. Then Chris Evans. Then, then Chris, Chris Pine. Evans is Chris Pine. Okay. How are, here I am talking about, I'm ranking I know. them, and I just got done talking about subjecting. Lauren's like, you know what? We got to stop talking about people's bodies. Let me rank the sexiest Chris's known to man. <laughs> no, but I saw the uh, the photo shoot, and they did like a video montage. Would you feel so uncomfy being like doing the photo shoot? I just feel like it's oh, super awkward. Yeah, I mean he's a little bit used to it. Everyone's looking at you, and you you have to make like these smoldering looks because yeah. you just have to, right? It's part of the shtick. Do you? I don't know if they still do it, but ESPN the magazine used to do the body issue, and they would have these amazing athletes, and it wasn't really uh, seen as a sexy thing. It was more just the. An amazement at their physical physique, uh-huh. but they would have these athletes and they pose Nude. naked. Yeah, I've seen them. Yeah, I've have seen you seen those? Issue. Now they don't show anything, but I'm like, I, that. Well, if, it'll be like a LeBron James 
you know, holding a basketball yeah. in, in the area where you might see something. But I do feel like that's different because they're not models. I can't imagine being an athlete, being a baseball player, and be like, all right, take off your clothes in front of 30 people. <laughs> because you know it's not just two people on that set. There's like 50 of oh, them. Oh, we used to get the body issue that came in the mail, and I was always floored every time. I was, what is this? I checked the mail, and I'm like, whoa, I was not expecting Back that. Back in the day, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know who's excited about this, though, is Lizzo. She's obsessed with Chris Evans. You know oh, that. Oh, she? I didn't know. She's oh, asked I feel him like out you've before. told me that. Like, she's asked him out on a date, try to shoot her shot. I thought maybe Harry Styles was going to get it. Yeah, That's not know. a personal endorsement. I'm just saying I thought maybe <laughs> with the year he's had. There is uh, an ESPN announcer. I don't know if you saw this. Speaking of ESPN, broke a world record for the longest cornhole shot. I'm bad at cornhole. I saw the headline. Yep, uh, it was 76 feet wow. into the hole. I love cornhole. Cornhole is great. I will say the scoring annoys me because it's like you take away point. I don't like the scoring. I wish it was just one point for this, two points for that, but I it's I always fun. get confused, but uh, anytime I play, I'm, I always end up playing with somebody who's like way too into it. Yeah, and Th- that's kind of how that sport works. There's always one person that yeah. takes it serious. And those are some of your trending stories. It's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. Time for a little moo boo. I like moo calling boo. it moo boo. Make, Make up, up or break up. Yeah, I like it. I guess it should be moo boo, but whatever. I'm taking up the or. Make up or break up, where you go on a date or a couple of dates with someone, then you never hear from them again, and you're like, all right, Joey and Lauren, do your thing. So we got Haley with us. Went out with Alex. Hello, Haley. Welcome to Make Up or Break Up. How are you? Hi, I'm doing all right. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, is this something like? Have you been ghosted before in your dating life? Or is this new territory I, for you? This is completely new territory for me. This has never happened to me before, and it sucks. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, you know, that's the consensus. Yeah, that's what, that's what people tell us, unfortunately. So uh, what did you do with Alex? Let's hear all about it. Yes. Uh, so we met on a dating app, and we were texting a lot and really having great conversation, setting sending little voice messages and we realized that we actually lived really close to each other so we kind of walked and met up between our places and called an uber from there to go to the restaurant for dinner and drinks okay and um we had a great time and i felt like we had great conversation good banter uh, and then we shared an uber home he uh, walked me up my door and i didn't feel like anything went wrong okay uh, and so i texted him the next day just saying like it was so great to finally meet you in person and go out i hope we can do it again sometime and he just hasn't replied i tried giving him a call to see if you know maybe dismissed it you know sometimes i mentally reply to things and forget um and just haven't heard from him and i don't know what i did wrong i don't know if i had something in my teeth if i yeah, that's it. That's it, Haley. Offset him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that old spinach I, leaf. Gotcha. No, I mean maybe he was <laughs> looking for those voice messages. I, and I just got to give you a shout out. Anybody that leaves audio messages, you have more confidence than I do. I feel like I got to do a phone call or a text. So appreciate that. I get that. audio messages a lot. I rarely ever send one back. I will always text. I just back. don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, I don't know. But that's yeah. that's good. Uh, so you, you know you got to hear each other's voices before you even uh, before you even met for dinner. Yes, and uh, it just we were texting a ton before, and then it just completely 
Got was it. the opposite after the date. So he's a talkative day. person on the phone before then. He's not – like some people are just terrible texters, and so they wait three days. They give you one-word answers. But you're saying this guy went from Shakespeare novels to now nothing. Correct. Okay. That's Gosh, that's, that's annoying. Yeah. And, and on the date, was he kind of the same he'd been like on texting and stuff? Yes. Everything seemed mm-hmm. – cohesive to what it seemed natural just like it did in text message it didn't feel odd like sometimes you do in person after meeting someone online Mm -hmm. you're like oh wait this is not this is not what i thought yeah (laughs) i liked you better as a texter than an actual human being okay so um let's play a song come back and call alex okay Okay. All right. Yes. Haley with us. We are going to talk to Alex when we come back. Makeup or Breakup with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It is Joey and Lauren. It is Makeup or Breakup. Here we go. We are about to talk to Alex. Uh, We spent some time with Haley. You feel for Haley. You can tell the frustration in her voice. She's like, you guys, Mm -hmm. this guy used to text me all the time. We send voice memos, all of these things, and now nothing. She seems sweet, too. Yeah. And she's like, this has never, ever, ever happened to me before, and it doesn't feel good. Let this be a reminder to all y'all who are thinking about ghosting somebody. Maybe you're ghosting somebody right now. It doesn't feel good. You think we want to do this segment? We would love for it to be extinct because everyone is a good person. Not true. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. We need the jerks in our lives, right? (laughs) We need it to keep going. Okay, uh, so we've got Alex's number. Let's talk to him. Hello? Hello, is this Alex? Yeah, who's this? Alex, hi. This is uh, Joey and Lauren um, in the morning. We're a morning radio show. And we wanted to give you a call on behalf of somebody that reached out to us that wanted us to call you uh, named Haley that you went on a first date with. I know that's a lot, but. Yeah. Hold on. So <laughs> she wants you to call me. You kind of threw that all out there very Sorry, quickly. Yeah, yeah, so, I yeah. apologize. Well, <laughs> Alex, obviously Alex picked up what I was putting exactly. down. Exactly. Yeah. You understand. So Haley, uh, she says you guys went on a date and she hasn't heard back from you. She told us she sent like a text and, and maybe a voicemail. She likes you. She also feels like things have changed because you used to text her all the time and now you don't since the date. So we call people to figure out what happened. So basically we're just trying to figure out why you're ignoring Haley. If maybe you can let us know if something happened so we could tell her. Uh, just trying to help her out. Oh, well, I mean... I, whatever. I, it, that's weird, but all right. <laughs> that's okay. So, like, uh, what's going on? Well, I mean, the day was fine. Like, we had a nice time. But, like, honestly, look, I don't know what she told you, but, like, we we met up and took an Uber together. Okay, mm-hmm. we didn't know that, yeah. Okay, so we as soon as like the uber pulls up like we you know we hop in and immediately she's like oh hey and i thought she was just like being funny but it turns out like she went to college with the dude who was driving us mm-hmm. got it all right all right so like whatever like you know small world whatever but she's like then like putting her hand on his shoulder and being like oh, like have you been and like just talking to him the whole time like oh. just ignoring me yeah okay uh-huh. yeah, yeah. All right. All right, and, like, so, whatever, like, still, like, it was weird, but I was kind of moving past it. And then, like, we get to the restaurant, and she gets his number. <laughs> no, his phone number. She's like, give me the digits. Oh, okay, so wait yeah. a second. So the whole And then she line- gave him, and, she, like, you know, she texted him right there just to, like, make sure she he had her number. I mean, mm-hmm. like, who oh. flirts with somebody 
on your first date. So the whole drive to dinner, she's talking to the driver and not you at all? Like, did she say, oh, this is my date? This is my yeah, date, Yeah, did she Alex? explain that she was on a date? No. Oh, man. Okay. I actually, I'm not advocating for ghosting, but can you, I, I am feeling, Alex, what you would feel. She doesn't say, this is my date. She doesn't really, did she introduce you? No, like, oh, they, yeah, I'm seriously, gone. we got in the car, immediately they were like, realized they know each other, she said his name, then like, was like all of a sudden, I disappeared. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm, well, I might. Except I paid for the Uber, so I guess I didn't completely disappear. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so we, we talked to Haley, and she sounded she so sound sincere and like wanting to go out with you. She really, really likes you, so maybe this is a misunderstanding. We do actually have her on the phone. I know that's not ideal either, but Haley is she's here. She's at the Uber driver's uh, house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so she's here. She, she heard what you said, but I would love to get answers. Haley, uh, we'll bring you on. You I you did feel, not tell us I mean, about the driver. It's true what I said. I mean, like it's just weird that she's on the phone. Yeah, it's yeah, okay. Well, yeah. this is how we get solutions, mm-hmm. Haley. I I'm so sorry. I was just so shocked to see a friend since since all these years. I was yeah. just completely floored. It felt like a serendipitous moment. Do you feel and like you I were flirting? Have, I should have explained more to you about like our friendship from college because there's really nothing to be concerned about truly and i i that does sound truly horrible and i'm so sorry it came off that way i really did not mean to come off like i was flirting with him whatsoever i mean it it was just weird like you didn't even like acknowledge me or like i figured out that you guys went to college together just from your conversation and everything else mm -hmm. and like yeah because Haley, that's tough it's just weird that you would just put your hand on his shoulder, like lean forward and start like talking to him and just totally ignore me. So, you know, it's just, it, I don't really think I can get past that. I mean, if that's like on our first date and I'm just like not there. I, you know. I'm really sorry. It came off that way. I did. I really so you did were not just, mean to offend. And I just, I was just after seeing a friend, I just was yeah. like, is this, is what this are they, real? Well, I mean, I don't like know how else to put it. I mean, like, if they hadn't asked me, I mean, like, what do I tell you? Like, oh, hey, thanks for dinner. Like, enjoy your time with the Uber driver or like. Yeah, I, I, I understand. Listen, I mean, it's I, I Haley, we've all been there. You run into an old friend. And what is the main reaction that we all do? We do all that. Having the awareness of going, okay, I'm on a date. And either dial it down, quickly catch up, or, I mean, we've all, I've been in work situations where I don't get introduced and you feel like an idiot. And I think Alex is saying, I felt like an idiot on my own date because I'm not getting introduced. I mean, well, and, Alex, and, you guys, I guess you could have been like, oh, and I'm her date, Alex. Nice yeah, to meet you. Yeah, but on first day, it's kind of weird. And, and the, the exchanging of the numbers was just like, keep in touch. Because I understand, too, like where you're at, Haley. She's like, oh, it was an old friend. It was I mean, truly just really meant just as friends. Yeah. I mean, okay. Not, not okay. anything Alex? more. I just, she sounds I've genuine. I've got a friend from college that I'm close with. I immediately was like, oh my gosh, we should all get together. Yeah. I was thinking like me yeah. and that person should get together. I mean, you texted him like right then. It wasn't even just like, I mean, it's just hard to okay. look past. Like, so Alex, I don't know. She, is, she is profusely apologizing. She says there's nothing for you to worry about. It still seems like you're... You're stuck with, nope, I will not get over that feeling of being the third wheel, just trying to get to dinner. Do you want to forgive Haley? We will pay for another date. Heck, 
we'll drive you so you don't have to worry about running into an old friend. Uh, you know, it just it, it may just be like my hang up or whatever, okay. but I'm going to uh, pass like she's she's cool. Like I had a great time chatting with her and we had a like nice time at dinner. Mm. I just I don't think I can look past it. Okay. It's just, so Haley, sorry, Haley. Haley, do you want us to pay for you and your buddy to go out, <laughs> even if it's not romantic? Platonic, platonic. Yeah, platonic. Just hang out, catch up. Maybe I can drive you guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh God! There we go. The Alex, drive Haley and the Uber driver. Wow. Yeah, it's Joey and Lauren. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on demand. Time for Would You Rather Wednesday with Joey and Lauren. Text in your Would You Rather questions to six eight seven one nine. Answer them on the show. All right, this week, what do we got? The batch of questions. Uh, some good ones. This one, how about this? Would you rather only be able to travel by car or only by plane? This is confusing yeah, because it's like to to fire up an engine on a jet and fly to work in the morning every morning where it's like normally yeah, it a 15-minute drive. Seems very <laughs> inconvenient. But also, you want to go to, uh, I don't know, Hawaii? You got to drive. You can't then, drive to Hawaii. Hold on. You get, I bet you, you got to stay in your car. Your car goes on a boat. Then you got to go by boat. Then you got to get out of your, like anywhere you want to go, you got to drive. So your vacations are going to suck. Not true. Not true. What you do you could, mean not true? You don't, your vacations aren't going to suck. Okay, what if you want to take your kids to Disney World? You can drive. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be three extra days. Do you know how many people drive to Disney World? I think They make that's a road fine. trip out of it? I think it's fine to drive to Disney World, but think about that is your only option to go anywhere is by car. I'll take it. I'll take car. I'll take car. I can drive. Let's see. I can drive. I can still leave I'm, the country. I could drive to Canada. I could drive to Mexico. I'm going to take plane. With with online ordering and delivery, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go strictly like... Online grocery order so what delivery. About work? You're gonna take a, a flight into the studio every I, I, I will. single yeah, morning. I will. You know how much time that's gonna Little take. Little crop duster plane. Just <laughs> <laughs> hey Frank, how you doing? Talk to our bosses about getting a landing Before a landing leave, pad on top of the building yeah, for a lunch break. You're like Carol, can you start my propeller? Uh, I'll just meet you in the parking lot. Thank you. <laughs> uh, this one says, "Would you rather lie to your partner?" Or lie to your kids in a serious situation. No, kids. I have no problem lying to my children. <laughs> I do it every day. Yeah. Yeah, lying definitely. To kids. Definitely kids. I feel like the repercussions and the guilt is deeper when you lie to your partner. Your kids, there's a way that you can kind of soften things a little bit. And also, your kids, there are some things that you just don't tell your kids. Yeah. Normally, like, you know, you don't share your deepest issues with your children because you want them to live a happy childhood and you don't want them. To be stressed about finances or whatever it is that you're dealing with, hey, right? you got to lie to your kids. You're not a parent if you don't lie to your children every once in a while, right? I mean, oh, that's spicy. I, I'm, oh, glad that's... You, I'm glad you uh, said every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I mean, I'm not a constant lie, but absolutely, yeah. I mean, have there been times I've gotten rid of a certain toy? Because uh, just the other day, we have these terrible... I don't know who wrote these books. I'm not trying to be rude, but there are these five little monkey books. They never rhyme. The stories take forever. And just the other day, I threw away one of the books because I threw one away. Yes, oh, because I cannot on. stand he likes re- those books. No, but they're terrible to read. And he wants me to read them, and I'm like, no, I will read any Dr. Seuss book over this. I mean, it's just it's long, it's boring. You know, they're an, not even clever. An underrated part of parenting that totally sucks. 
when you're a child can tell when you're skipping pages. Yeah, and we're getting there. <laughs> we're getting to the point, especially with the books he knows. He knows when we've there skipped pages. There are some books where I'm like, oh my gosh, we're all so tired. We need to go to bed. It's so long. So I'll try to grab like a clump of pages and, and yeah. flip it and he catches me. Our son Dang is it. never going to be it. in advanced reading because we keep him with the baby books so we can get through <laughs> bedtime. Like he's ready to read, you know, actual stories. No. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> Pick out the book that just has the squeaky toys in it. Would you rather have telekinesis where you can move things or telepathy uh, to read minds? Oh, reading reading minds. But again, I will pick and choose who mind I want to read. I am not going to read my boss's mind. I'm not going to read because you don't want your honest. You don't want honest thoughts sometimes. You You don't want people's honest opinion. I think I would want to read my boss's mind because I would want to know what he really thinks about certain situations. And then I could do better. Okay. So, sometimes, not saying our boss, but some some bosses, it's like they won't come out right and and give you the full feedback that maybe you need in, yeah, but- in fear of maybe hurting your feelings. Or maybe he thinks we're so amazing, but he doesn't want to clout our heads and like give us yeah, this yeah. ego. Us the, yeah. <laughs> so we really don't know how no, awesome think, he thinks we are. Yeah, good luck, though. You're going to be in a staff meeting. You're going to say something sometime, and then you're going to look gonna go, at, You idiot. Yeah, he's going to be like, that's the <laughs> dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. And then you're going to start crying right there in the staff meeting. Uh, would, would you rather uh, swim with a school of sharks or a school of whales? Both scary. Both wow. very scary. Um, yeah, I don't. So whales, wh- I just saw a video of a whale that like jumped up right by somebody. And I remember saying that may actually scare me more than a shark. I'm going to go whales. Correct me if I'm wrong. If sharks are full, they don't mess with people, right? I have no idea. Is that, I mean, I know that's how a lot of animals are. Like, they only attack you if they're hungry. Mm, but I feel like that's how know. sharks are. Like, if sharks have a full tummy, they're like, they're cool with some, you. Well, some predators kill to kill. Like, they, yeah, yeah think, they're hungry or maybe. I think wolves maybe. do that. I think wolves and cougars mm. just kill to kill. Don't quote me on that. Don't, don't be in the wilderness and be like, no, 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 don't worry. Joey told me. Um, um, I would say whales because I feel like. Whales are more kind of like don't 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 like I kind of feel like they're I think a little whales more are dumb. Not dumb, but I just kind of feel like they're not as precision. Like I'm about to strike an attack. Literally, I have no idea if this is true. I'm just this is my perception. Yeah, but all that I would hang on. I would fly under the radar, swim under the radar, where I would actually just kind of swim underneath their bellies. They're not going to be able to find me. Yeah, but you know what? Here's the thing with a whale: their mouths are so huge. Literally, they take one breath. And then you get sucked up, and you're Jonah from the Bible guy. <laughs> and then you're stuck inside a whale. Have we ever fact-checked that? You know, like... <laughs> if I could survive inside a whale, like I mean, Jonah did... if you did, believe Jonah, he did. Then I would... You know what? Just be away from all my problems. Just live in a I whale. I wonder how it smelled. Why didn't they put that in the Bible? Why didn't Jonah be like, hey, I was in a whale, and it stank? I think we all can guess how it smelled. Probably I know, but they should have put they should have put that in there. Uh, those are your would you rather questions. Uh, I, I want to go sharks, by the way. Final answer. I don't want to get wow, sucked up by a whale. Insane. Joey and Lauren in the morning. I'm sure everyone's going to agree on uh, the most perfect movie. I'm sure there will not be any disagreements, but uh, apparently Quentin Tarantino, legendary director. You know, he does a lot of like horror movies, doesn't he? Or maybe I'm thinking of Scorsese. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think I said his name right. <laughs> Scorsese. No, but he's like a movie genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, he yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently he's got a new book out and he listed what he thinks are the perfect movies. Like you would not change a single thing. Uh, he was also like on Jimmy Kimmel and I guess gave out his perfect movies. Would you like to guess or what, what you think is a perfect movie too? Like, I don't know if you have one in That's mind. That's a lot of uh, pressure because he, for him to say something is completely perfect front to back uh, movie. Um, 
I don't know. I'm going to go like one of the classic, like Schindler's List or something like Schindler's that. Schindler's List is not on the list, but um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, now, gosh. I don't know if he's talking about the new one or the old original one. Oh, he's one. definitely talking about the old one. You don't he think he's talking about be. that remake in like 2007 or whatever? No, no, no. Okay, no. so here is. I don't is, think so anyway. These are the most perfect movies, according to Quentin Tarantino. So Texas Chainsaw Massacre is on there. Jaws, 1975. Okay. The Exorcist. I haven't seen that. Annie Hall, haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. I've seen The Exorcist, I think, but I haven't seen Annie Hall. Yeah, these Is are it all a horror this, movie yeah, too? These, uh, probably. You could look that one Annie up. And Hall. by the way, so far it's like all 70s. Jaws yeah, is 1975. Yeah, Annie Hall is from 1977. Yep, The Exorcist is 1973. Annie Hall, is it a horror movie, does it look like? Looks like... 1977, by the way, for that one. Uh, rom-com. Okay. Young Frankenstein. Also a perfect movie. That's 19, a perfect movie? 1974. Kay. Here's the only one I think I've seen. I mean, I've seen Jaws, but Back to the Future, 1985, he says Back to the Future is a perfect movie. That is a good movie. Yeah. But um, other than that, I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised at the ones he put on there. I'm not going to have an answer that anybody's going to like. So I, I don't even know why I should say it because you put what, up your Jaws. your perfect and, movie? Yeah. Well, my perfect movie is? Okay. To me, it's perfect. To me, it, 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 it accomplishes everything. We better not be thinking the same movie. You want to say it on three? If we're not. I mean, if you have the same movie as me, then that's ridiculous because mine is so stupid. Oh, then no. Mine's not stupid. Oh. Mine's a very, very uh, widely loved film. Okay. So can you go. You just tell me yours. Can, all right, mine the is, perfect movie for you is Dumb and Dumber. It is it, the Dumb and Dumber. Hold on, don't make that face. Dumb and Dumber is classic. It's perfect. <laughs> it's funny. It's, it's completely it's, perfect. It is one hundred percent heartwarming. That is a heartwarming movie. I have cried in Dumb and yeah. Dumber. I've laughed. I've cried because of laughter, and I've cried because of just the the true blue heartfelt message that Dumb and Dumber has. Dumb and I do like that movie. movie, but I don't know that I would put it up on like Quentin okay. Tarantino's list of perfect movies. I, I, I've got one more that I'm going to submit, <laughs> okay. but Remember the Titans. I think Remember the oh, Titans, Denzel good. Washington. Not only I think is it a perfect movie, I really do. I think mm-hmm. it's also like one of the easiest, most quotable movies ever. Like I used to be able to start that Both movie. Both of those and I, movies and that I you chose. Quote. Yeah. So I think when you're you're looking at what makes a perfect movie, you're talking casting, you're talking plot, you're yeah. talking the emotion, the feel, the la- whatever it is. I know and so you're, you're, you're choosing say. those. I know what you're going to say. Titanic. You're going to say Titanic. I knew I knew I knew I knew you were going to say Titanic. Absolutely Titanic. It's three and a half hours it long. It is a cinematic masterpiece. Titanic was the number one movie, grossing movie for like 20 something years. Oh, you like, came with receipts. It was, well, I, I kind of have to look it up, but I think up until Avatar, it was like the number one movie of all time. It is great. It's I, so I am not good. denying that. The casting is incredible. The storyline is off a true story, obviously not the not the romance part, but um, <laughs> but the, the ship tragedy, hitting the iceberg, yes. the tragedy, obviously. But it just, man, I don't know a single person that has not has seen uh, a Titanic and not felt something. Now from remember, it. I'm late to the Titanic game. It's been within the last five years that I've seen Titanic. Maybe the last ten. No, I think it was in the last five years I watched mm-hmm. Titanic. For I've the never first watched time. it and not cried. It never. is good. It is good. And I will say that if you haven't seen Titanic. And you have this preconceived notion of, oh, Jack and Rose, blah, blah, blah. I've seen all the memes. I'm telling you, if you haven't seen it, you should watch it. It's really, really good. I just think it's a tad long. Don't you think it's a tad long? It's long, but during the movie, I'm never thinking, gosh, hurry up already. It's one of those movies that I think it's justified being long. It really is. There are other movies where you're like, you you leave the theater maybe or you're done watching it and you go, 
gosh, they could have taken out so much. They could have just zipped to yeah. the end. Why did they go take this long detour around the plot? No, no, no. I think Titanic, it's justified being long. Yeah. It is and so good. The last one, I did think of one, and that would obviously be uh, Despicable Me too. So I just thought that would <laughs> throw that out there. The Rise of Gru or whatever. No, I'm just kidding. But I would, I would say Remember the Titans is probably a serious pick. But my personal perfect movie is Dumb and Dumber. Which I know is really dumb saying that. That's so stupid. I knew you were going to say Titanic. I thought you were going to say Titanic or Les Miserables. But a lot of people have said that the singing's bad. Yeah, I I love that movie, but I wouldn't say it's perfect. There's some flaws to it. The Titanic, I truly feel like it is perfect. Yeah. Well, text us. so good. 68719, do you believe in a perfect movie? And what perfect movie is out there? If you believe in one, you can let us know. It's Joey and Lauren. Fix my life. Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is Fix My Life, uh, fixing your problems on the show. Macy is with us today. I, like, I have not dealt with this problem yet. It's in my blood. It's it's hereditary. I feel like 10, 15... Kidney stones? No, not kidney stones, although I will get kidney stones eventually. That's just a fact. Uh, it runs in my family. I don't know if that's a thing or not, but it does. Well, I know I've heard you talk about it. That's yeah, I was like, oh, my grandma had nine stones? of them. No, no, no. We're talking... Nine? Yes, my grandma had nine kidney stones. Oh, bless her heart. Yeah, my dad's all like five. And I've got one brother that's had two, one that's had one. Yeah, I'm. it's coming. No, I'm talking about snoring because my dad is also a huge snorer. Oh, okay. And Macy has a very interesting situation going on with her husband and snoring. So hello, Macy. It sounds like you, you are very uh, conflicted on uh, Fix My Life today. Hey, good morning, guys. Yes, I am. I don't know what to do. I'm kind of torn and I'm just like, yeah. I'm tired of it about it. And I've talked with my friends, and I'm just like, well, I'm just going to throw it out here. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Mm -hmm. so your husband's a snorer, but it it goes a little deeper than that. Uh, Yes, he's a snorer, and um, he's even, like, got the whole CPAP machine, and I've done the earplugs. So we are, like, far down this road. Um, But we've only been married for about a year and a a year and a half. Okay. And this is already the way it is, and I'm like, I, I I need sleep. I'm like on my last threads here of my own sanity because I am not sleeping well. So okay. I want to go into, um, we have a spare bedroom, and there's no good reason that I can't go sleep in there, and he sleeps, you know, in, in our, he can stay in the master bedroom, but he's like, oh, no, please don't leave, I just, you know. I'm I'm taking the medicines, or you know. I'm yeah, still, he's doing everything. Back. Got it. Yeah, I'm doing all the things. Don't don't like don't make me sleep alone. I need to sleep with you. And I'm like, dude, I can't I can't sleep with you. And he's like, oh, I can't sleep without you. And but so but I need to sleep. And then other Got friends it. are like, oh, don't start sleeping apart because then you're you're so you know early into your marriage, and then you're just going to start leading separate lives, and it goes along. Got it. Okay, so you've had some people tell you that it's a terrible idea. Yeah, and I've got other people who are like, nope, best thing, it's what saved my marriage. Like, yep, I moved to the other bedroom, I finally got some sleep, I felt better myself, and I was a human again, and it's like, it's what saved our marriage. So. Yeah, I'm a little exhausted, and I'm a little strung out. And uh, You're tired. I mean, yeah. yeah, you're tired. You're not sleeping. You know, I've actually changed my tune on this over the years. I used to be like, no, don't sleep in separate rooms. That's crazy talk. But I actually, the more and more I think about it, and there have been nights where we've slept separate in certain situations, and I actually sleep yeah, fine. Yeah, when we get in big arguments, <laughs> when we get in huge fights, yeah, you know? Okay. But no, there have been times where it's, it's actually not as big a deal as you think, but there are so many people that I know who sleep in separate rooms. 
I choose to sleep in the same room because that's just comfortable for me. But there are so many people I know that are like, oh, yeah, it's it's yeah. amazing. There's no problem. It doesn't affect our marriage in a negative way at all. But also, your husband needs to understand, like, you're dying over here. You're not getting any sleep. I, and I love that he wants yeah. to be close to you and like, oh, no, I need to sleep. But also, ooh, I don't want to say selfish because I don't want to be rude and put your husband in a bad light. But I'm also like, hey, think about Think about Macy and think about her like mental health and not being and able say, to sleep. Hey, hold on a second. When I you guys feel like it's killing me, yeah. Did you guys? Uh, you remember a little in sickness and in health situation, oh and then all gosh. of a sudden, no, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like that that could be his mindset. He may not want to sleep alone, but you're dealing with sleeping right next to the machine and all that stuff. I know they're making the machines quieter now. I, but still, they yeah. are. I mean, it's not. It's it. It is a distraction. I'm sure for sure with you mm-hmm. being there. Let me ask you this, Macy. Before I make my decision, yeah. are you play- when you say sleep separately? But would you be willing to like you guys wind down together, and then when it comes to like okay, the lamps are off on the nightshade, I am going to bed. Then you leave, or is this like a you or finish he up you, yeah. or he leaves, or you finish up dinner? And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I'm going to wind down. I'm going to go watch TV in the spare bedroom. And Because I think if you guys really start separating, that's different than actually are you planning to just fall asleep separately? Uh, I love that distinction. Uh, in my head, I don't think anybody's brought that up. I just want to sleep separately. Got it. I'm, lo- I'm totally up for, like, winding down with him. So you oh, would, yeah. let me ask you this. You would be in bed together. For a while, yep. and I don't know if you have TV in your bedroom or whatever you guys do to wind down, and you'd be willing to get in bed, brush your teeth, do everything, and then, like, right before you fall asleep, get up and go to a different room. I mean, I don't think I would, like, right before I yeah. fall asleep. Because <laughs> that's, like, impossible. But but I would, you know, yeah. But, yeah, like, you know, okay. Have, like, you know, huddle time. Well, and then, you, then you swap. It's like, hey, your place tonight, my place tomorrow, you oh, know, gosh. next day. I don't know. <laughs> you I, never I, know. I, I love sleeping on the different. couch. So I am a... Uh, Every Friday night, um, I famously will sleep in the in the uh, family man cave room because I love the idea of falling asleep to TV. But that's once a week, and that's on a Friday night because I like to stay up and watch football highlights or whatever. But- I think it just it's whatever works best for each couple. I think the real issue here is like the fact that he's putting his foot down so hard because yeah. it's like, well, you you need to sleep, you know, whether it's ideal for him I or not. Have to sleep, yeah. What I, if I, I, hmm. just, I don't feel good, and it's been it's. Uh, yeah, or yeah. you could do like a Sunday night through Thursday night. You sleep separately for during the work. I don't know if you work, but during the work week. And then on the weekends, you sleep. I don't know. Let's do this. Let's open up the text line. I guarantee you people have been in your situation. We'll read some texts. Okay, Macy? I love that. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, we'll get to your answers coming up. You can text us 68719. Sleeping separate. Snore, the CPAP machine, all that stuff. Have you totally gone separate? And was that a good decision or a bad decision? Your answers are next. Fix My Life, Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It's Fix My Life. Macy just joined us. So her issue is, her dilemma she needs help with is, uh, been married. I think this is important. Only been married for a year and a half. Newly married. Wouldn't you say a year and a half? Still new, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think I think you call someone... Newlyweds or newly married for like five years, yeah. right? So they're newlyweds, they're newly married, and uh, her husband is like snore three thousand man, like just sawn logs. He's got uh, he's she's done earplugs. He does the C- CPAP. CPAP machine, all this. She stuff. says they've tried yeah. everything. So she's like, "Listen, I gotta I gotta do a lot. I gotta have my sleep. I'm turning into a zombie. So I want to sleep separately. We got a guest room. So she goes, "Hey." Let me sleep separately. He goes, oh, I can't sleep without you. She goes, I can't sleep with you. 
And she's had friends say, sleep separately, it'll save your marriage. And then she's had friends say, sleep together, it'll save your marriage. So she's not really getting much of an answer. I know people deal with this. We have a lot of texts. I, I do think that, like, do you think this would hurt yourself if you were married only a year and a half and you started sleeping separately, opposed to if you've been married 10 years? It depends on when you brought it up before. It depends on the way you go about it. Yeah. If it's like right after dinner time, it's like, well, see you tomorrow. And then you break off and then you don't see each other for the night because you both recluse to your rooms. That, I think, probably is not the healthiest way because then you're not really spending time with each other. At least that's what I would want. But uh, if it's like, hey, we unwind together, we enjoy the evening together, maybe we watch a show together, then we officially separate when it's yeah. like brush teeth bedtime, right? Yeah, and if she starts decorating yeah. the guest room and, and she, oh, here's a question. Where does the toothbrush go? You move your toothbrush to the guest bathroom, pff, divorce. It's going to happen. What? what? No, yeah, she yep. can brush her teeth. No, and she no. can decorate the room. If that turns into her room, let her make it her room. Then it just starts and then all of a sudden. What are you, you talking about? So what, she just sleeps in a big blank just saying, wall, a, white box? A good, solid relationship is based on brushing your teeth together Shut at night. Up. That is it dumb. Is. I, we took a selfie the first time we brushed teeth okay, together. Okay, hang on a second. It was a big moment. So you brush your teeth together or separate, whatever, but you're saying she shouldn't have her own room that she makes her own? That That's I'm stupid. I'm just saying all of a sudden if you decorate it and it turns into your separate bedroom, then I feel like it turns. She needs to treat I that room as this is where disagree. I fall. Okay, whatever. I completely disagree. I want to sleep separate now. She, good. She deserves to have a place where she can sleep because right now her husband is clawing after, no, you need to be by me. You need to be by me, which is fine. I, I love that he loves to be around her. All right, her, then fine. Then but he can not, hang a football jersey in his bedroom. He's not fine, but he's not thinking about the fact that she's losing out on sleep and she's not. It, that affects your health, right? And there's I agree. a lot of texts on this, a lot of people who sleep separate. A lot of people. Oh, yeah. Uh, 68719, this text says, it was the best thing that ever happened to our marriage when my husband and I decided that we needed to sleep separately because neither of us were getting good sleep. We tried it once. Mm -hmm. Um, This text, how about this? This is amazing. We have a rather large bedroom. My husband and I don't like sleeping right next to each other because we both get really hot. So we have two king-size beds that we pushed together and we sleep next to each other, but there's a ton of space. That's called the shack, man. That's a wow. Shaquille O'Neal. So I thought you were going to say two queens or two full, what is it, full twin? I don't know which one comes first. I thought you were going to say like individual beds. But well, they, they did are, two but they kings. pushed them together. Yeah, but kings. That's huge. <laughs> that is so would, big. Can I hop in bed with you guys? Like, that sounds <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I, I think um, I, I'm really, I love, I sleep separate pretty much one night a week. Unless there's a fight, but it's pretty much on Friday nights because <laughs> I will say we sleep separate. We sleep at different times all the time. I go to bed almost later than you almost every night mm-hmm. because you don't you like to go to bed and you don't like the bedroom to be TV, talking, mm-hmm. phones. And I'm, I respect that. But what happens is a lot of times I purposely will stay out later in the living mm-hmm. room and watch TV and then I'll go to bed. Bottom line, listen, I know she called for advice, but also bottom line is every couple's different and Try you got to do what works best for you. And her husband needs to realize that she needs sleep. Um, This text says, my husband and I have done everything possible to make sure we stay in the same room. He also snores. I wear earplugs and I have a sound maker and it works great. So that's that works for them. She needs right? to put it might on work uh, else. like those noise canceling Bose headphones and just blast Mozart or something and then fall asleep. Or, you know, what you could do. She should buy a pillow that looks just like her. 
And then her <laughs> husband can cuddle with that. There you go. Yeah, I you mean, know? who are we to judge what yeah. y'all do in your rooms and who sleeps where? It's, Lauren and I have separate homes. Are you kidding me? It's Joey and Lauren. <laughs> your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on Demand. Joey and Lauren. What is the perfect movie? The reason we're bringing this up, so Quentin Tarantino, I'm literally, why can't I not think of a single Quentin Tarantino movie? I know he has one with Leonardo DiCaprio. It's that Hollywood one. What's it called? I don't know. Gosh, I sound like an idiot. Are you talking about... um, It's the One Day in Hollywood or whatever. It's the Leo movie. Quentin Tarantino. Someone's gonna oh, once upon a time. Once in upon Hollywood? yes, once oh, upon a yes. time in that's Hollywood. That's a newer one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and I think that's a Quentin. He did anyway. um, Pulp Fiction. He did Pulp I think Fiction. He did Kill Bill. Yes. So he Quentin. Tar- yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Quentin Tarantino listed his perfect movies. He says these movies are literally perfect. All you of would- his movies. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, he said Jaws, The Exorcist, Annie Hall, Young Frankenstein, and Back to the Future. Um, Lauren, you said Titanic. Titanic is a perfect movie in your mind. You wouldn't cha- you wouldn't change the acting. Down. You wouldn't well, change, I would change any of it. Change the ending, but you know that's history. No, see, okay, you can't change that. That's not a perfect I'm, movie. I'm joking because you can't okay. change because it was so, a real thing that happened. You're saying Jack sinking to the bottom is even a perfect ending. Oh my god. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Ooh, that is a good point because that is a it's, major flaw of that movie is that there's so much room on the door. Yeah. So it's controversial. You've already, I mean, you, you've already wrecked your mm-hmm. theory, no pun intended, but you've already yeah, wrecked no, it. Yeah, no, it's still, I'm still going to say okay. it's the uh, perfect movie. I love it. I said, remember the Titans in Dumb and Dumber. That's good. Yeah, not. Mm. You want to talk about a pendulum <laughs> swing on one end or the other. Did that's I what I say said. Ti- uh, what did you say? Well, Rem- the, remember the, the Titans. Titans. That one it was that much is better such than a good. You, you drop the football, you run a mile. I mean, I can list all the Denzel quotes in Black that. Hawk Down. Someone texted in Black Hawk Down. Okay. Uh, the Patriot. I remember watching The Patriot um, in high school. They showed that's that in high the school. Mel Gibson? Uh-huh. That's right? the Mel yeah. Gibson one. They had to actually send a release to our parents for to, to sign off on it because it's rated R. Oh, And they were right. showing it to us in high school. I always history. get The Patriot and Last of the Mohicans confused because both of the movie covers have a long-haired man running through the woods. <laughs> they do. And that's why I always get them confused. <laughs> Nope, they're too different. Um, how about Top Gun? People are saying the new Top Gun is the wow. perfect movie. And I actually do not disagree. You don't think there's recency bias there? It's because it's the last really, really good movie we've had? Yeah, I mean, that's tough. But it's good, truly, though. when you think about it, it's got everything you need. It's got action. It's got, you know, the good storyline, a little bit of love. Yeah, and it's and you know what? And it's not like everything is about saving the world. Not it's kind too of cheesy. Like, yep. And I hate Tom Cruise, and I love him in that movie, which obviously means... I'm going to put Top Gun 2 on the shelf near the perfect movies. I'm not going to put mm-hmm. it as a perfect movie. Shawshank Redemption. Oh, I just watched some of that yesterday. People said that. Uh, Shutter Island. Which one's that one? What is Shutter Island? It's on the tip of my Shutter Island. I need to look really How quick. About, you're uh, you're avoiding that someone just said Beaches on the text line. Shout out to Bette Midler and Beaches. <laughs> That's a good movie. I remember watching that as a kid with my parents okay, watching Beaches. Okay, another Leo movie, Shutter Island. Huh? Catch Me If You Can, another oh, Leo movie. I was my just gosh. about, I, right when you said Leo, I said, is Catch Me If You Can a perfect movie? And uh, Inception. So are we all just loving Leonardo DiCaprio today? Inception is not perfect. It's it's way too long and it's too confusing. Inception is not a perfect movie. But catch me if you can. I'll I'll pick up what you're putting down there. This text says The Breakfast Club. That's a good movie. Nostalgic, yes. Perfect. Mm. We're talking like the most perfect perfect cinematic experience. Everything about it from start to finish. Oh, I got one. Heavyweights with Ben Stiller. (laughs) My my choice is a cinematic masterpiece. Goonie, what about Goonies? 
Oh, Goonies, Goonies is good. Goonies is but again, so is good. It the nostalgia? If Back to the Future's Factor? on the list, Goonies should be on. There. I think I like Goonies more than Back to the Future. Uh, oh, Meet Joe Black. I actually think is a fantastic movie. That's Brad Pitt, right? That's Brad Pitt, and it's a very good movie. It's long, but it's a good movie. Uh, okay, uh, Little Giants. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Wait, are, did you come up with that one, or Anchor, was that on the text? Anch- no, no, no. <laughs> I, I was not ready. That was my own submission. Um, Rich says the Rocky series. I okay, can't disagree. I, Those are good. I, yeah, I think may, it's got to be one of the first ones, like one or two. I do think they get a little crazy at the end, so I wouldn't say those are perfect. Kevin says Spider-Man No Way Home. I highly disagree because there are so many Spider-Man movies. How can you say that yeah. one of them is the most perfect movie? I just feel like that there's too much. The, the waters are too muddy. No one else has said Dumb and Dumber. I just uh, want to make no. sure we're on the same page. Uh, the Butterfly Effect. Okay. Jill says the Butterfly okay. Effect. That one's good. Okay. Joey and Lauren. It's time for What Did We Learn Today? And uh, before we even brought up the story of what happened yesterday, I said, Lauren, you got to be careful. You're going to get a lot of hate on the text line. So a quick recap. We were uh, out shopping yesterday, getting to a parking lot. It's a pretty tight space. And I was getting on one kid. Lauren was getting on another. As I roll around, I see, Lauren, our door is touching the car next to us. Yes. I said, Lauren, you're door dinging. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not door dinging. It's resting. That was your direct quote. You said, no, no, no. It's resting. I went softly. There's going to be no mark. Hang it's on. It's fine. The, the best I could do, I was trying to get a kid out of the car. So I barely, I mean, so gently, so softly, barely just opened the door as softly as I could. And yes, it was Touching, just barely touching the car. But you next knew to us. that, and, and I knew it. Yeah. The big question I asked you that you really couldn't give an answer to is if a person was in that car, would you still feel comfortable doing it? I would be worried that the person in the car thinks <laughs> I did it on purpose or that I'm door dinging. But you're resting. So now, if you ever hit someone's car, oh, it was just resting. So <laughs> what? Have, what have the people decided? Are you a door dinger? This one says resting is the same definition as a door ding. Sorry, love you, but I would freak out if someone's door was resting on my car. Uh-huh. Also, people say resting can turn into rubbing. They're like, if your door's resting, that's one thing. But as you're trying to like wrangle a kid out of the car, odds are the door is like moving back and forth and maybe rubbing or scratching the car. I promise y'all it wasn't. I will I've give done you that. this no, no, before no. and I will stand by this <laughs> till I die. I'm just sorry. vandalizing people's cars. That, and like, see, ah. that is such an overstatement. It's not even funny. Okay. No vandalizing was happening. I was a mom trying to get my toddler out of the car I will in give a you tight credit. space and I was trying my best. Other people are saying if your space is that tight, you shouldn't be parking there. True. Okay, that's fine. I get that. I'll take that. Maybe you should have parked somewhere else. Joey. The driver, Joey. Okay, got it. So now (laughs) it's my fault for parking. Lizzie texted in and said, my husband and I are listening. We agree with Lauren. I've also rested my door in a car when there was someone oh, if uh, when there was someone in it. Oh, wow. They've done it with oh, someone that, in it. That is a bold yeah. move. There's no way Lauren would have done it. I agree with Lauren. It's resting on the door if you gently put it there. A door ding is when it leaves a dent in the other person's car. I've done the door rest lots of time. Oh, Lauren guys. is right on this one. You guys. Uh, this one, it says, let's see. It says, I do this too, 100% on Lauren's side, but I usually put some sort of barrier to avoid any marks, such as a blanket coat or jacket. Boy, on that's the part a that lot of work at that point. That's from Amy. Um, this one says, the resting door is not the problem. The problem is during the process of removing your child. The car is bouncing and moving. Okay, yeah, I get that. This one says, as long as you're ensuring that the door is closing nicely and gently and it doesn't leave a mark, then I don't think it's a big problem. Wow, there's more people coming to your defense than I'm I thought. I'm actually I will surprised. Say that. Yeah, I am surprised too. There's a lot of door <laughs> resters out there. Now, uh, let me just ask one question. For everyone that has defended Lauren and said, oh my gosh, no big deal. You can rest your door on somebody else's car. 
How do you feel if you walk out of the grocery store and you saw someone's door touching your car? It's all situational based. And yeah, I'm going to be very biased. Just touching. I'm going to, I'm going to be biased. And I'm going to say if it's a parent trying to pull a child out of a car in that type of a situation, I'm going to give them some grace and I'm going to be like, it's just touching. Now, before they walk away, I may double check to make sure they didn't scratch anything. If they did, then we'll have words. But with that said, from one parent to another, I understand that sometimes the doors, you cannot... You know what this is? This is saying I should get a minivan. That's what I... That <laughs> I is, need the slider doors. This is the minivan <laughs> argument. You have just you have just given like 10 great points of why a minivan would work. But yeah, you don't want to be a minivan mom. Well, I'm Not fine right with it. I'm fine with it. Oh, all you the extra are. storage. Okay. For sure. But I love my car. I love my car. I'm not ready to give it up. I love my car. So... Do you think we'll have a minivan uh, within five years? Yes. Okay. All right. Here we go. The van life, baby. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for Uh, it. This person says, I would be so upset if someone did this to my car. Lauren, what are you thinking? mm -hmm. Uh, This one says, this is totally fine to let your door touch the car next to you as long as you're not opening it recklessly and smacking the car next to you. You didn't open it recklessly. I will will give you you credit. I just laugh because I guarantee you if someone's in that car, there's no way you would have left it. And that tells me then it shouldn't be something you would do. It's kind of like, what would you do if your parents were in the room? I said I would do it if someone was in the car. I would just be worried what their perception was. You would roll down the window and ask, hi, my door's about to ding you. Hope you don't mind. <laughs> not a door ding. Do you know who I am? Someone says, it's okay, Lauren. <laughs> Every mom has done it. Uh, Lauren, I'm with you. Actually, I've done this a time or two. You got to do what okay, you got to do. Okay, well, I am, I am shocked. I am shocked at the amount of people defending you. That shows you that you are loved. Thank you. This one says, when you get your babies out of the car, you really have no other choice. (laughs) All of us got dings everywhere. I shatter people's windows if I'm getting my kids out. (laughs) That's just part of being a parent. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on Demand.